0: Hello, and welcome to The Like-Minded. I'm Cami, your host, and today we're talking about slow living and embracing a slower lifestyle. Please, at the end, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe if you enjoy my content. It's much appreciated. So I took a break last week from recording because it was my birthday, and my boyfriend David and I, we went on vacation to the Florida Keys, and it was really fantastic and super relaxing and i'm back and i'm so excited to talk about this topic of slow living and it really um came to mind while i was on vacation because the hotel that we stayed at it was on the gulf coast so the sun sets right over the water and it was really cloudy the first couple of days but the final day the sun came out And right at sunset, the hotel threw this event where they had this bonfire and you'd write down, you know, anything that you wanted to release, you'd toss it into the bonfire and then they would let it out like, and it would float on the ocean right as the sun kind of hit the horizon, uh, like the waterline. And it was like so beautiful and so magical and so many people were writing things down. I was shocked. Um... And they did, I want to mention, they did collect the fire afterwards. They didn't just, like, you know, like, let it float off to sea and, like, catch someone's boat on fire. Um, But some of the stuff that I wrote down, you know, that I wanted to release was stress and anxiety, overthinking, racing thoughts, etc. And all of this really reminded me and, like, got me, like, got me started got me started thinking, um, of embracing this slower lifestyle. So I did some research and originally, you know, a slower lifestyle really referred to a more sustainable lifestyle. So focusing on local produce and farmers, um, shopping higher quality clothes that last longer versus fast fashion investing in local businesses and you know the community and it kind of morphed into this movement um, or way of life where people really decided to just live more balanced meaningful lives slowing down and appreciating what's around them you know remaining present taking time for self-care living in alignment with their deepest and truest values And I think also part of this like slow lifestyle is doing your own thing at your own pace, you know, at your own time. And I like to think of that as kind of like unbothered living. You know, you're just like unbothered, you're doing your thing. And I think this is especially important to talk about when you realize how fast we live our lives. And how our society is like obsessed with this idea of productivity. And we spend so much time doing and not as much time just like being and existing. And we're almost like stuck in this cycle of grinding where there's this obsession almost to be like nonstop on the move and achieving new feats in order to prove success and worth. And our culture as a whole, right, it's, like, run by capitalism. And it has us, like, feeling this need to be constantly striving and doing and achieving at work, at home, with hobbies. I think especially at work, I can say as a young, you know, in my young 20s, I I feel this need to prove myself, especially being in a more junior position. Like, I, I almost need to, like, prove that I'm capable, and it can almost feel never-ending, right? When it's at work and then also when it's in your personal life. This, this feeling, you know, that we must be of use somehow. And if we're not, then we're being lazy or we feel guilty that we can be doing something with our time and our energy. And we're kind of told, like, by society that we have to work hard to be a successful person. But I often wonder, like, what if all of this is, like, burning us out you know, leaving us with nothing left in our tanks and it's kind of having this opposite effect where in trying to be overly productive, we're left, you know, less energized, less excited to take action and be these like active participants in our own lives. So that's my little spiel. Um, I do want to take time to pause here and say like this isn't to say that, you know, if you go for that big promotion, that it's solely based on like this idea of productivity and success and worth. Um, like you do you. I truly believe that each of us is an expert when it comes to our own needs and our wants. And for some, like work is incredibly fulfilling and energizing and allows for, the, uh, allows for a purpose-driven life. So I am generalizing a bit here, um, but I kind of wanted to just take the time to mention that. So I feel like a lot of people think like, oh, yes, like slow living, you know, that happens when you're retired, right? You live in a cottage on the lake when you're 70 or 80. But it's like, why do we have to wait until then? You know, why can't we make it our reality now and make small little changes to kind of slow down and enjoy life? We deserve to slow down and enjoy each moment and savor the joyful times and not race through the day or race through the work week. Um, And actually, okay, so the work week that actually got like gets me thinking as well um, because it touches on this idea of when you are in corporate America or when you, you do work a nine to five, you only live for the weekends. And there's actually this influencer her name is jenna Palick. i really really like her content but she started this whole brand it's called fun on weekdays and she talks about enjoying the work week and going out and doing fun fun things and it's kind of this idea of like slowing down and living each day and remaining present and there's been so many days personally where you know i end i end work at 6 p.m and i'm so tired i just eat and watch tv and I write off anything fun because it's Monday and I'm burned out and I'm tired from thinking and problem solving and meeting and just like with people at work and just everything that has happened during the day. And I'm essentially missing out on five of the seven days of the week, which is kind of wild to think about. So what are some ways we can, you know, live slower? There, there are so many. I pick my top four because I want to kind of keep my episodes on the shorter side because I know kind of listening to like over 25-30 minutes you kind of just drown the person out. So this first is do less which seems obvious but I think it's one of the harder things to do and by do less I mean like make the conscious choice to do less and this sounds a bit contradicting to earlier saying like do more on the weekdays and like live for the weekdays as well as the weekends but um you know not just like rushing through but doing less more so means like stop trying to complete a hundred things on your to-do list every day right you can't always fit it all in and that's okay we don't need to be like ultra busy and meal prep and go to the gym and do laundry and grocery shop and clean the apartment and go to the dog park you know, and go to work and, and I can keep going on and on, but you get the point that we're addicted to this sense of busyness. So let's do more things that relax us, that fulfill us, that energize us, that make us laugh, that make us smile and do less of this like busy work. Um, You know, that load of laundry is still going to be there tomorrow. So it's okay if you don't cross everything off your to-do list and you go for a walk or you go up to the pool and you read a book and you just kind of take a moment to breathe and to relax. So that's what I mean by do less. And then the second bucket is also very hard, but it's less technology. Um, It's like I said, it's a lot easier said than done, but mindlessly scrolling does make time pass quickly. And my boyfriend and I actually recently sold our TV, But I'll still, you know, after the workday, whip out my iPad and watch TV. So it's a slow progression. It definitely takes time. Um, I'm trying to stop using technology and really other people's lives as a distraction from my own. So this means, you know, blocking off time with no phones, no TVs, no computers, and instead read a book or go for a walk or go to the pool if you live near one just really doing something that allows you to quiet your mind and think and reflect and self-discover rather than consume external content. Um, And I think this is really precious time because it allows us to kind of quiet our minds and quiet ourselves. And during this time of quiet, we can identify areas of misalignment or, you know, areas of real joy and alignment within our lives, We can be creative, make better decisions, you know, take time to be grateful. It's just wild, like, the power we harness when we do take the time to focus inward versus outward. You know, when we take the time to really disconnect and reconnect with our inner selves. So this third bucket is setting aside time for you and your self-care every single day. Whether it's five minutes or two hours, you know, carving out that time every single day. And this is not selfish. Um, it's necessary. And I really can't stand when people say that self-care is selfish. I just like saw an article, I think it was on Medium. I'm not sure though, talking about how self-care is like inherently selfish, when it's actually quite the opposite. It's like, it's very much deeply communal because when you nourish yourself and you pour into your cup, you're then able to show up as your most healthy, and your best self for those that you love within the community. And if this means, you know, saying no more often, or if this means, you know, taking a break from commitments, so be it. You are your number one advocate. So don't be afraid to advocate for yourself, right? Some you time can look different, you know, every day. Maybe it's taking 10 minutes to meditate after work because you had a really stressful day. Maybe it's ordering takeout because you don't have the energy to cook for yourself or for your roommate or partner or family. Maybe it's staying in on a Friday night when all of your friends are going out and you just go to bed early. Essentially, it's slowing down and really prioritizing whatever your needs are in any particular moment, whether that be more sleep, quiet time, greasy food, fresh air, uh, I said it before, but you are the expert when it comes to your needs and wants. So tend to those needs and wants. And then lastly, this bucket is kind of similar to self-care and kind of similar to do less busy work, but it's do things that make you happy, right? So having hobbies as an adult is so important, I have found, and I'm trying to find more hobbies for myself to do alone and also to do with my boyfriend, you know, outside of the workday, having something that you know gets me up out of my apartment. And what's important about this is like doing hobbies or doing things that make you happy, and not making it a competition. You know, not making it a measure of your worth. So that could mean taking a pottery class, even if you're not super artistic and creative. Um, painting, even if you'll never hang it up. Uh, Or maybe, you know, taking a salsa dancing class with your partner or your roommate, even if both of you have two left feet and can't dance for your lives. It's just really making that commitment to slow down and find time to experiment and relax and breathe and not take ourselves so seriously. Um, We don't have to, you know, be good or be productive or be skilled 100% of the time. We can kind of just like let loose and be messy and genuine and real and, and do things that fill our cup um, and do them often. So those were kind of like my four large buckets of examples. I I really do believe that at the end of the day, you know, we can take action and work to combat feelings of overwork and overstimulation, overthinking, overwhelm, um, and really make that conscious choice to slow down and replace chaos with contentment because we're not robots we're not machines we're humans and our time on earth is limited it's truly our most precious commodity um it's priceless and fleeting not to get too dark but you know when you think about it like that it's really a bit of a wake-up call that it's important to remain present and laugh more and do less and be more and focus on what makes us feel content and happy and fulfilled Versus, you know, wanting to appear successful or accomplished. Um, I think the modern world moves at a very rapid pace, but that doesn't mean that we have to go along with it, right? We hold the power to create our realities. We are co-creators of our lives. And if this hustle grind culture isn't for you, and you know what I'm saying really resonates with you, then I invite you to join me in try to slow down, you know, explore this slower life, this slower pace and, and take it on as a challenge. It's definitely, it's, it's strange, right? Because it feels like that's kind of like a natural way to live as humans, but it does feel very unnatural at times because we're conditioned to be productive. So it is a challenge, right? To kind of slow down. Um, but yeah, I invite you to try it out and see see how you feel. And yeah, that's all that I have for today. Thank you so much for tuning in. Bye for now.